Section 2, lesson 20. I have good thoughts for you. Let's go to Jeremiah 29, verse 11 to verse 13. It reads, For I know the thoughts that I think towards you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you a future and a hope. Then you will call upon me and go and pray to me, and I will listen to you. And you will seek me and find me when you search for me with all your heart. Guys, everyone on earth has good thoughts for their future, for their children. God claims to have the same thought for us. The trick here is knowing what God knows. Our parents don't have the same knowledge that daddy has. First, our parents have hope in a world ruled by Satan. Daddy doesn't have hope for us in this world. This is a big clash. When I was born, I had different plans for my life. I think my parents also had different plans for my life as well. Left to me, I'd be an accountant. This is the thing with daddy. When he comes to a person's life, he makes known his will to a person and a person will have to either accept or deny. He only remains if one accepts his will and packs his bags if one denies his will. We have said that his will is meant to change us and conform us into his ways. You go to Romans 12 verse 2, it says, And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is good and acceptable and perfect will of God. We find ourselves in the world and take chances with the opportunities that are available on earth. You see, guys, already the earth um, is set. The kingdom of, I mean, I mean, the God of this age has already said, so we, we get born and then we find ourselves here on earth and then we look for opportunities. But it is not so with God. Whatever we, we are in the world, it's our will that is not involved. God is situated in heaven and he knows that the world is set according to Satan's ways. So he brings his kingdom and led us in his kingdom and give us a chance to choose between the opportunities in this world and his will. You understand? Either you choose his kingdom or you choose this kingdom. We did say also that his promise to us is wrapped in his will. His thought for us is found or are found in his will. As much as being an accountant would have been good for the world, for me, it would, it would not be his good thought for me, though, because his will comes from another kingdom. There are no accountants there. Many times we call our own will, our own plans his, because we just want to look or seem godly. Looking godly and not being actually godly is hypocrisy. Since that is sorted, let us go back to the question from the previous lesson. How do you know if you are provided by God or the world? How would you know? We asked this question in, in our previous lesson, lesson 19, and right now we, we, are, we are about to answer it. This is the easiest question ever. We said that his will is a house. His commands are part of the things inside the house, meaning you cannot obey his commands if you are not doing his will. If I am going to be an accountant, I need to find out who is the promiser of that position. Do you understand? If my uh, dream is something that comes from this world, I need to find out who is the promiser of that. Meaning I should find out if it's... Meaning I should find out if my plans or my will comes from the kingdom of heaven or the kingdom of darkness. You understand? 
What usually happens is that we have goals, we have goals and dreams before we get saved. Our goals and dreams are promised by the world. They don't come from God, at least not from the one in heaven. Maybe the God of this age, yes, but the one in heaven, no. Go to 1 John 2, 15 to 16. It says, do not love the world or anything in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life is not of the Father, but is of the world. If I am moving towards the same direction of being an accountant before I got saved, it is obvious that God is not the one who is providing for me. Why? I was spiritually dead. I made that choice when I was still dead. I made that choice before I could access the God in heaven. This is the mistake people make. They continue in their plans and their will and just assume that the God in heaven has taken over. I mean, guys, that guy will not take leftovers. Satan will not plan things here and set up the standard here. And then that man will just take over. He will not. He's not involved in our dreams. He is the one who gives new dreams, which is his will. Guys, I don't want to talk about this thing anymore. You know, I've been shouting and it's not funny anymore. But I'm sure we all have this thing now in the back of our mind. This is always to our downfall. That man will promise you something totally different in order to change. We did say that his will is a program meant to change us, meant to change us his ways. As we said that the house is his will and the things in the house are his commands. If the world is the promiser of what I want, I will never obey his commands. You understand? If the world promises me what I want, if the world promises me money, then I will never obey his command. I will disobey his command and I will run after money. Not his word. Because the world promises money. Do you understand? His commands will stay in the way of my dreams. If daddy makes known his will to me, his promise for me will also be in that will. Meaning, meaning that his, his, mean, his means for providing for me will be in his will. You understand? I will obey his commands because I want the promise. And you see, guys, we are all motivated by something. Abraham was motivated by something. Everyone. You understand? So you need to find out who is the promiser of that thing that you want. If it's money, obviously you will uh, you will compromise his word. You will save money instead of his word. Meaning if he tells to if he tells you to do something, you won't do it because you will lose money. That's why many people who go to church never do his will. It's because his will never comes with money. It never comes with money. So we end up running after money. Because we want money. So we end up saving money instead of what he is saying, instead of what he is instructing. Failure to obey his commands will break a covenant between the two of me. I mean, the two of you. Like, uh, even if it's you, the two of you, it's going to uh, break that covenant between the two of you. And you will never get his promise. Same with me as well. I will never get that promise. Do you know why uh, people have luxurious things? It's because they never obey that man upstairs. It's actually compromising his word. Running after the things of the world is actually compromising his word. That man upstairs provides needs, not luxury. Abraham knew who was the promiser, so he knew 
who to obey. We can't fake what we know. We will always act in line with the truth that we know. We can never fake that. If I know he is the promiser, I will obey him because I know he is behind the promise. And if I don't, I will disobey him because he can't, he can't give me that which I want. You understand? David knew, knew the promiser, so he knew who to obey. Moses knew the promiser of Canaan, so he knew who to obey. Paul knew the promiser of heaven, so he knew who to obey. You know who holds the things that you need. Therefore, you also know who to obey. So it, it, it is easy to catch a hypocrite. I am sure, guys, by now, you all know, I mean, how to see when it is God providing all the world. Make sure you always check who is being obeyed. The person who is being obeyed is the one who gave the promise. If we obey the world and, dis and, and disobey his, his word, then the world is the promiser of what we want. Meaning, I want maybe the things of the world, so obviously I will obey the world. You can't obey the world and, and disobey his, his, his word or his command when you want something from him. It doesn't make sense. Because if he promises you something, obviously you must obey him. We are like that. We obey our parents because they have what we want. They are the one who, who holds. You understand? We obey our bosses at work because they have what we want. Obviously, Daddy will not say that we shouldn't work, as I've been saying this all along, that he knows that we will be provided through working, except otherwise, you understand? There are special cases where he commands a person not to work because he wants the person full-time. He wants a person to do something for him. You understand? So, other than that, you get that. And he's not against you respecting your boss. But there is a difference between respect and obedience. And I will make an example so that you won't say you don't know. Because we like to pretend as if we don't know. Obedient is, 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 a, is when a person says jump and you ask how high. But respect is, is, is sort of like uh, giving someone honor. Meaning you will not respect that person in, 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 in the place of the one you obey. In other words, you will not uh, respect the person at the expense of the one you obey. For example, um, if you are working and your boss is asking you to do something that contradicts one of daddy's commands in the Bible. Uh, if your boss is asking you to bribe, you understand? And you know that God will not uh, allow that to happen. So if your boss is asking you to bribe and you do it, it means you, you, you obey your boss and you, you, you merely respect maybe uh, God in heaven. You understand? But if you are a real believer and you realize that your boss is asking you to do something that is against what daddy wants, you will obviously even give up your job. Unfortunately, just unfortunate. Guys, this is unfortunate. I'm saying this because it is unfortunate. Sometimes we, we, we want to say, oh no, we are going to be forgiven. If you believe that you will be forgiven when you, you, you know, then I'm sorry. Right now we've, we've said enough. We've said enough about that. You know. So it is very, very important to, to, to understand that there's a difference between obeying someone and respecting someone. I respect people, but I obey that man upstairs. You understand? Or 
you will either obey people here on earth and respect the man of states meaning oh okay i i, I saw your word but it, fine you know i'm uh, i'm obeying these people you understand you need to choose as a person we, we all have a right to choose you understand so you will know who is providing whether it is steady or it is the world my action will tell it all make sure you always check who is being obeyed you will find the answer right there meaning you hypocrites will not deceive you because you will see who they obey any person who disobeys that man knowingly does not belong to him even if they go to church the person is a hypocrite so he has good thoughts for us but because our parents and our father are two different nations our parents have thoughts for us in the world because they don't know the truth they are blind we can't be angry at people because they are blind have you ever been angry because of person is blind no we don't do that but at the, at the same time we need to know because if I know the truth and my parents don't know the truth and I, 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 I disobey that man upstairs, I will go to hell even if my parents don't know the truth because I know the truth. That is why the Old Testament Christians, I mean the, the Jesus' disciples, all those people, the saints during the time, they even left homes because you know when parents are against what daddy wants it's really hard to stay with them it's really hard to 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 live with them because we're supposed to obey them but when they disobey that man and then and they don't accept the truth and they don't believe in 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 in, in what he says i mean really one has to sit down and and make a choice whether it's your parents or it's jesus it's just unfortunate guys there's nothing we can do there's nothing we can do. We cannot say we choose our parents. Jesus will forgive us. Jesus will not forgive us. Unfortunately, he will not forgive us when we know the truth. Just unfortunately, he has said it already. If death is in the table, you take that. So it's just the way it is. Thank you.